I'm Bianca Del Rio, and this is Very Delta. Delta work is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who takes pasta bread bowls to the next level at Amano Restaurant in Las Vegas, Nevada. But first, let's get into some things that are Very Delta. You know, we're almost uh, uh, through with a whole, uh, well, we finished a whole Halloween season, our second one. And guess what I have in my phone? A note section that says what the looks will be for Very Scary Delta 2024. Do you want a sneak peek? Um, The... with the short brown hair. Don't tell anybody this. All right, let's do our part. I have a lot of them. I have my phone. My cell phone is right here. And I'm not embarrassed to show you that it does not have holiday on yet, but it will have a holiday case. Okay. All right, how are we starting this? You know what? I have a lot of anxiety when I go on Instagram. The second I open my Instagram, I always click the top to refresh. And no matter when I click it, as soon as I'm refreshing, someone is going live and I'm immediately in their live. And there's nothing more nerve wracking than realizing that you're possibly in a live of someone that you might not even know or someone that you may not engage with very much. And listen, as somebody who goes live pretty frequently, I feel like when people go into the live, they they want to put themselves in there. Um, I've had a live with as few as, I don't know, 50 people in there. And I've had a live that's had as many as 400 people in there. So it just kind of depends on time of day. But I feel like people who maybe have an account with just a couple hundred followers, possibly, it would be not uncommon for them to have a uh, a live stream that has like 10, 10 followers, 10 people who click to go, hey, I wonder what's going on in there. Um, so, you know, a lot of people now do have blue check marks. Once upon a time, a blue check mark sort of discerned a certain amount of followers or, or a type of content creator. Now you can purchase the blue check mark. So, um, you know, there's not necessarily a way to discern that. But where I'm going with this is if you are having a live and there's only 10 people in there, it's pretty noticeable if somebody with a blue check mark is in there. So people are going to go, why does that person have a blue check mark? Why are they in here? Are they maybe part of this live stream? Are they part of this type of content? And then they realize like, oh, that's someone I follow too. Hey, so-and-so, what are you doing here in the live? And then it starts becoming a conversation about why you're in the live, how you know that person. And the thing is, a lot of times I don't know that person and I'm not, I feel bad. I have like this anxiety because I, how do you back out of that? Ending up in someone's live is like walking into a party and then realizing like, oh my God, I don't want to be at this party. And then you try to like close the door, but somebody goes, hey, who's over there? Oh, hey, you come over here. And then you have to figure out like, all right, how can I stay here? But leave simultaneously do i just drop something so if i'm in that live am i like hey baby killing it like hey girl i know that's right like what do you say so that people know that you're like not a dick like you're trying to engage but you didn't know because you weren't like purposely going in there it's just like 
as soon as you open the Instagram, the thing pops up and you're like, all I'm doing is clicking refresh. But that that notification, here's my finger. And the notification swipes over what I was clicking and it goes, nope, you're in the live now. So now you're like in this crocheting live where you're like, I don't crochet. And then I'm like, people are like, oh my God, I didn't know you were going to be in here. Like, are you into crochet? And I'm like, no, but I love like handmade gifts that are made with love. And like, I love small business and I want to support like during the holiday. Like, I, what do I say? Like, I don't want to be fucked up, but I also don't want people to like feel diminished in a way. Like, well, why, why don't you have something to say? Like, why, why would you not support this? Well, I would support it, but I wasn't, I was refreshing. I was just like, I wasn't trying to be in here, but now I'm in here. And I'm sure that happens to me too. I'm sure I go live and people are like, oh, sh well, maybe they don't really care as much, but you know, I'm sure there are people that are in there. And the other hard thing too, whether you're in the live or you are presenting the live, um, there is this expectation where people think it's like a, a, a chat room or a chat board or something. So they'll start talking to each other instead of talking to the person hosting the session. So they'll say like, loving her wig in this one, or I bet she's not going to answer questions from so-and-so. And it's like, why don't you just tell me I love your wig? Like I, it's like that same thing goes when you post something and like you post something on Instagram and then people are like, um, anyone else getting such and such vibes from this? Why don't you just say to me, like, why can't you at me? Like, or why leave a shitty comment? And then when I go to comment back, whether it's good or bad, because I do my best to comment back, not all the time, but like if I'm, if I post something and like I'm sitting at the airport or something, I will go back and check. Like I'll see a notification. I'll go, oh, I should engage with these people. I'm sitting here not doing anything else, just looking on Instagram. But sometimes I'll post something, a piece of business, and I may not go back and look at like certain things. Um, but it's weird when people will post something and then you'll comment back and they'll say, this person cannot be mentioned. That is the shittiest move. Like that is so ridiculous to say. Like that's wild to say something like incendiary or say something that's so unnecessary and then not allow the creator to respond back. I don't like that. That's not very Delta. You know what's very Delta? To just fucking say your shit. Actually, what's, what's even more Delta, what's like ultimately Delta is to just not say anything shitty, like uninvited. If I posted a picture and I said, hey, everyone, should I wear more of this in the future? That's an open invitation. That's an open invitation. But if I post, hey, I'm loving this outfit. I felt great today. I'm not posting it so somebody could say, you should add this to it and it would really do this. I don't want your opinion. <laughs> I got dressed. I have a mirror. I, I know exactly what I look like. Some people think that this wig looks like uh, Dorothy's Bornack. I don't think so. I don't think it looks like Dorothy's Bornack at all. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking like Dorothy's Bornack. I just don't think I look like Dorothy's Bornack. <laughs> Sorry. You know what else has been on my fucking nerves? It's been happening for a while. I haven't got too crazy about it because I get it. It's just this idea of like self-checkout. Like for a long time, we used to get like one self-checkout lane. And, and, and it's not like a new thing. It's just taking on more momentum. But for a while, we would always have like a place where you could just like 10 items. You know, you're just buying like a mango and um, some dryer sheets. And you're just going to go check out and you're good. But now a lot of places are moving with this like this like seriousness about it. Walmart has it. Target has it. Ross has it. Um, sure, many other places probably. But these are the three that I've noticed and the three where I've used it pretty consistently. I'm telling you, I just I feel like they're working out the kinks, but in working out those kinks, it's like. Sorry, don't use that. 
Um, I think they're working out the kinks, but I'm just going to take on Ross, for instance, because I am a member at large at Ross, right? Like I'm not CEO. I'm obviously CEO of Delta Co. But I am somebody I feel like who is an aficionado, who is a dedicated customer. I'm somebody who holds the space for shopping in that sort of uh, style. I understand why other people don't do it. I do it. I like a value. I like the, the hunt. Um, and listen, I like my dollar to, to stretch. You know what? I only have so much money and I like it to, to, I like things. I like things and I want those things to look as nice as I can within my means. Um, so what happens there is that remember I told you before, always have a return item. That way you can get in the return line. Baby, they got rid of those return lines so fast after I gave that advice. And I don't know if they were listening. I don't know if they are very Delta listeners. I don't know if they're very Delta uh, viewers or whatever it may be, but they got rid of it. So now you have to get in a general line, whether you have a return or not a return. Maybe in the little stores in the Midwest might have something different. I don't know. The ones that I go to, I'm talking about 562-323-310-714-626. This is my area, right? Um, two one three maybe. What does anybody even have a two one three number anymore? Uh, anyway, um, I go in those areas, so that's that. That's the way it works now. Purchases, returns, exchanges, all the same line. But then they started doing the uh, they started doing the self checkout. When you go to their self-checkout, you have to go get in this line, which is barely even marked. Like it's not a bright sign that says, if you are checking out regularly with a cashier or you're making a return or an exchange, stand here. If you are doing self-checkout, stand here. They're all like the the the, the signage is like baby blue and, and cerulean blue and this blue. And you can barely fucking see it. So that's the wrong, that's the wrong way to do that, number one. Um, and people are looking at this level, right? You're looking at this level when you go places. It never dawns on you to go, oh, I should read the ground. Like that arrow is not helping anyone, especially when those stanchions or whatever, those things, it's not right. Then you get in the line and then someone is there who has to take the sensors off of your items. And if you have not removed the hangers already, which we understand now, Ross has been asking us for a while to remove the hangers from our items to expedite the checkout process, even if there is a human cashier. So you would imagine you would take your hangers off and hang them up. But you get up there and they take them off and then they go, uh, all right, you can go to register, whatever. You go over there and you start checking things out. Da, 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 da. You get them in there. You do it here, but then it's like, but then follow it on the keypad. So you have to go over here and then you have to go back up here. Um, I don't even know what happens on uh, if you're a member of the Tuesday Club, because, you know, if you're if you're over uh, 55, you can be a member of the Tuesday Club. I'm I'm knocking on that Tuesday Club. I'm telling you, I want 10 percent off. Um but once you're done there and then you check out and you print your receipt after going into this register and this register here, you walk out. The security guard that is standing two feet from you now has to look through your bag and read your receipt to make sure that you didn't steal anything from here to walking to right here. How many employees is it going to take? Because what this says to me is it's always going to be that way because I don't think that the public is going to be taking a test eventually to go like, oh, you are Ross approved. So the next time you go into Ross, we know we don't have to question you because you've already cleared it. Like, are we going to have to get one of those like TSA pre-checks to go shop at Ross? I think there's going to be a Ross pre-check where you go somewhere and you put your ID and everything and you like give a testimony. I will not be shoplifting. I know that I will be put on a no shop list. Um, I know how to use the register. I know how to, I don't know. What happens if something has damage on it and you want 10% off? Because, you know, they give you 10% off if something's missing a wheel or I, with something and you think you can still use the item. They're going to have to call a manager over and they're going to have to approve it. So the person's going to take the things off of here. The manager's going to approve this. You are going to do the transaction. The security guard's going to do this. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's why everybody shops on Amazon. And I know, oh, you shouldn't shop at Amazon. Well, I'm going to shop on Amazon <laughs> and I'm going to go to Ross. I just don't understand. And then, of course, you know, I could stand in line, the regular line, but they, of course, I, they don't want to pay the employees. Book the girls, pay the employees. I get it. We're on fire and the whole place is like burning and everything's falling apart. But my God, these big companies, 
you have to take on some responsibility. I mean, I I haven't seen it yet, but I know they're going to ask for a tip. I know. I fucking know it. I know they're going to be like, I know you checked out yourself. I know you bagged your own things, but did you want to, did you want to tip the security guard for looking at your items? What? Did you want to tip me for fucking farting in the wind and blessing this room? I mean, what? Tip for what? I think I'm going to start carrying around an iPad or something when I'm doing my drag shows so people can like fill out a, a, a souvenir or a, a so people can fill out a questionnaire and go, you know what? She was worthy of a tip or no, she wasn't worthy of a tip because I mean, and I, you know what? Listen, holding the space for people who provide um, some sort of entertainment or service or something, um, you know, a, a little, a little different, putting their own little spin on the way that they did something for me. But Tipping, I'm telling you, I've seen it. T- tipping on self-checkouts even? Like, <laughs> so I'm tipping myself? I'm not mad at that. I just wish it was the store tipping me. Oh, my God. Do you want to see me take a break? I think you want to see me take a break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek, and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders, You can have an online store, you can sell your products directly on your site, and they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. He thinks that people are going to believe that I follow anything from a fitness guru. <laughs> I mean, that's a, already people are like, come on. What's that old joke? No, she didn't. Uh, yeah, she likes fitness. Fitness in her mouth. Right, exactly. Ah, exactly. Yeah. But what did she used to say? Mark interviewed her. He, oh, yes. And, and really, her name was High Voltage. And she would go, energy up. Woo! Ooh, and that it, was her thing. Was it 80s? It was the 80s. What's crazy, that was also that same time. Well, you had Jack. Was it Palance? Uh-huh. That was first. That was the one who was the super fitness, like, like the fruits and veggies. Uh-huh. And then you had Susan Powder. Remember her? Stop the insanity. Yeah. The ones with the buzzed hair. That it was yeah. like, stop the insanity. I wonder what ever happened to her. Well, she was a judge on our season of Drag Race. No. She was. And she came around to like give advice to everyone. And she came Okay, wait a minute, me. wait a minute. Why is she giving advice to anyone if she's a judge on Drag Race? Well, she gave me really good advice. She came up to me and said, Delta, you could put a lot more into this. I want you to know when people wake up in the morning uh, and they look at themselves, mm-hmm. they would never want to look like you. So take no. that as a piece of advice. And I was like, oh my God. Did you kick this bitch? <laughs> no, I was just like, what do I even say? I We're going to find her on Instagram yeah. and let's get all these people to go after her. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck her. Cancel her. She was crazy. 40 years Whatever. later. Yeah, you know, cancel her. It was season three. What are you going to do? Um, True. Are we doing good? Are we ready? Are we making a, a an audio podcast with a visual element and a uh, YouTube talk show? With an audio element. With an audio element. Mm. All right. Here we go. Please make welcome an up-and-coming queen who's really got the chops. And she's killing it on stages across Southern California. It's Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> Coming up. Oh, girl. Yeah. Not even for air at my age. It's sad. It's sad. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy that you're here. We had no idea we were going to uh, coordinate. We did not. And you know what's crazy? I think this is the first time that we've spoken to each other publicly. Uh-huh. Aside from those few times that we've been, you know, in front of a couple of people. But we've chatted right. in the dressing rooms. But we've right. never chatted. 
in this type of forum before. I don't think we've ever done like an event nope. or no, not we at did, all. We did. What was that thing that we did? Remember, we were getting dressed in that weird office. Well, that really sets the scene. We've done Everywhere. some shitty gigs. But we were somewhere in a weird space and they staggered our times and you and I crossed paths and we were talking wigs. Do you remember this? Was it in downtown? No. Could have maybe been. Hmm. Yeah, let's just say it is. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was like once or twice. I think that was about the only two times that we've actually been around. And then I saw you recently at the Out 100. Right. How was the rest of the night? I took your advice. You said don't go inside that tent. Uh-huh. I did not. Uh-huh. I stayed outside. Uh-huh. Um, you know, stuff like that I think is really weird because I don't always know where I fit in in something like that. I'm like, what what do I do? What do I want to say? What, mm-hmm. How do I want to participate? Um, especially if you're just there as a guest. Of course, that was my problem. Yeah. Is that my agent was like, it's a good idea. Why don't you go? And I'd been an honoree about 10 years ago. So it was nice to go. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, this will be fun. They said red carpet is at 530 until 7. So I got there at what? 530. I was with my friend Sherry Vine. And right. because she has to eat at 4, the elderly, if you call it eating, she... Eight, and then we went, and it was like nobody was there at 5.30. So right. we went into the place, we had a drink, and then we're looking around. No one's there at 6 o'clock, 6.15. Slowly people are moving in, and then 7 o'clock, it's an avalanche of everybody I hate. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let me work my way out. Right. And that's when I ran into you. Right. You And yep. your advice was great. You mm-hmm. were like, just stay here. Once everyone clears out, <laughs> you'll be able to grab a table, stay uh-huh. there, chill, take your pictures, get out. And exactly. That's yeah. the way you do those events. Because yeah. they go on and on and on and they all start preaching about their lives. I don't give a shit. I came for the booze and came for the red <laughs> carpet. So when you, because you are going to be doing press for different things, different yeah. shows that are coming up, do you um, sort of like snack instead of eating big meals or do you have like a big meal and then you just that's it girl if I have that big meal I'm ready to go to bed it's horrible you know how it is like once you start taking off your eyelashes once you take out the contacts once you take out my teeth all of that is like I'm I'm done so I can't do a big meal but I can have snacks in between but I'll eat like a bitch when I'm through and what kind of snacks do you like? Um, depending on the nuts get stuck in your teeth. Uh-huh. You know. Um, well, that's why I asked for a safety pin earlier because yes. I, 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 I earlier no. we were off camera and I you said. You had a nut? I, yeah, I had several nuts. Um, <laughs> and they, I, I wanted a toothpick. There's no toothpick. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, can you grab a safety pin? And then, of course, you had a safety pin. Yes. So I'm not going to return it until I sanitize it or I might just tell everyone I stole it from you. You can keep it. You, you know, when I have multiple size safety pins, we have the you large have safety pins. We have the medium safety pins. And we also have black safety pins. Matte black. If you're pinning up a hem and you need to hide it. Yeah, you got to have it all. You got to travel with all of it. So it works yeah. as a toothpick too. Good. Good so to know. So you won't always do nuts. No, I won't do nuts. Um, it, it's it, Whatever gets stuck in your teeth is problematic. But mm-hmm. um, I've learned that I have to have something. You know, right. a Starbucks go-to, their little pumpkin cake, little pumpkin loaf. Is quite delicious. Have I had that? Oh, and it comes in a slice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wait, delicious. Have you, made a, have you done a rant about it? No, but I, okay. but I've had it and I yeah. like it a lot. Okay, it's very tasty. It's like mm-hmm. super sweet, and you regret eating it, but then you've had the second one, and you're like, mm, okay, that'll hold me. Okay. Over. Yeah. So that's something that I can have during the day, and yeah. then a Starbucks. I don't know why I'm plugging Starbucks because they not? don't give me anything, but I like the uh, green tea lemonade as well. Okay. Because it's good. Because you know, coffee can make you bloat. Tea is like what? I'm not British. Right. So the green tea lemonade is like a little fruity mixture with all that syrupy shit. And that's your go-go juice. That's my go-go juice. Yeah, it gives me uh, a little something. Do you ever drink, uh, like, cola? Oh, uh, yeah, on occasion. Like, when I'm hungover and you have that good can cold Coca-Cola that gets you right, yes, I can have that. But you I like don't... a straight-up Coca-Cola? Yes, I can't okay, do What good. do you do? Well, I like Diet Coke because I'm addicted to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I probably would still, I love the taste of Coke. Yeah. But I think I'm physically addicted to Diet Coke. Interesting. I believe that's true. I've never gotten into the taste of Diet Coke. Really? Nah, never been my thing. Huh. I like, I mean, I do like Coke if I'm going to pick, I don't want Pepsi. No, no, I'm not a Pepsi either. No. Yeah. When they offer that at a restaurant, I walk out. What's that thing people always say, like when they come to the, I'll have a, I'll have a Diet Coke. Is Diet Pepsi okay? Is Monopoly money okay? Exactly. I mean, you know. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It does give a different taste. Also, with ice is a big problem. And if it's in a fountain drink, it's completely different. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the fountain syrup sometimes, depending if the tube is clean. I've learned that recently. Yep. Girl, if it's a dirty tube, it's really tastes bad. But I also don't like flat beverages, so the can I can trust. When you hear the, you know it's uh-huh. going to be fizzy and exciting. Uh huh. Well, I'm still trying to figure out when it was that we decided when people ask if you want water, uh-huh. they'll go still or sparkling. Interesting. Back in the day, it used to just be like, here's a glass of water. Here's water. You don't even right. know where it came from. At what point was it still or sparkling? I think because now they can charge more for it. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that? It's all about mm-hmm. money when you go to these restaurants. It's yeah. interesting. It's like they hit you from the top, like, oh, if you don't get the sparkling or uh-huh. our bottled water, then you're uh-huh. a cheap fuck. Or now they say still sparkling or tap. Uh-huh. It's like tap. 
You're like, yeah, tap is fine. Yeah, I'll just take any of it. As long as it's really cold. I have to have it cold too. They say it's horrible for your voice, cold water, which is Mm. why I sound the way I do. But I do enjoy cold water with ice. What about a cocktail? What do? What is your? Oh, I drink you, everything. It depends on the day. You know, um, I I go through my moments of wine, which okay. is tasty. Uh, I can do a white wine if I'm on stage, a red wine if I'm off stage, because the red wine kind of puts me to sleep, and that's not something I want to do when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. My job is to put the audience to sleep, so <laughs> I do a white wine on stage because I can still function and be cunty. Um, I do my friend Sherry Vine, who I mentioned earlier, has gotten me hooked on Jack Daniels and ginger beer. I've heard of this. Now, okay. not to be misplaced with ginger ale. You don't right. want to have that because that's kind of flat and tacky. But the ginger beer is is delicious. So I can do that. I could do a margarita if I'm in a Mexican restaurant, a uh-huh. proper Mexican restaurant. Yes. Um, those are like those are probably my go tos. I would say, and you know, vodka something. I don't like vodka soda. Okay. No, not my thing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. What do you do drink? You, do you drink uh, at all? I I do. But I'm usually the person driving. Okay. So I'm like, let everybody. You're being I, responsible. I don't know why I'm. There's that mom element about me, and there's always been. But I'm. I always fear that someone's not going to have a ride. And you care about people. I do. See, I that's do. That's where you and I differ. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. That's not true, though. That's not well, true because everyone I know that knows you always says Bianca is absolutely the most generous with her time, with her knowledge, with anything that she has, whether it's a safety pin. It's true. And, well, and people who are bitchy people have told me this. <laughs> well, they're all horrible. This they is why I'm trying to help them one by one. <laughs> no, I think it depends on who you ask. But as when it comes to driving, I'm not interested in driving anyone. I don't really want to. No, well then I let don't. the world know. Tell the camera, Delta, you're done with pick driving I don't people. really want to drive. Yeah. I want to have a drink with an umbrella in it. Don't tell me what's in it. I want it to be super, super sugary. I, I already I can't feel two of my toes. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Why not go all the way? You uh, know, you what know I, mean? I call those like cruise ship drinks. Mm-hmm. Some fruity, faggy beverage that you go, mm. but you're on a cruise ship. You're like, I'll have it. I'm on right. vacation. That's right. a kind of like something with coconut in it. Something with suspicious oh my god, yeah. exactly. That's what you deserve. You I deserve like that. that and not driving. You're not Uber, bitch. That's true. Exactly. That's they can true. figure it out. When you uh, drink, do you like? Do you find yourself to like? I everything's funny to me when I get drunk. Everything oh, is funny. Okay. okay. But you know, some people get a little sad. Oh, or yeah. Some people get really aggressive. Yes. Some people just. It. I feel like maybe it does kind of heighten whatever it is that is kind of your thing. I'm a fun drunk. I'm a fun drunk. I I like to keep moving when I'm a fun drunk. And don't come try to have a full-on conversation with me when you're drunk and I'm (laughs) drinking because I will tap out. I will just walk away from you and your problems. I hate a sad bitch. I hate a bitch who brings up their life. And then I hate what's, you know, the phrase asshole, the Uh person who asks the endless questions about how to fix something and you (laughs) go out of your way to try to explain. And then they do the exact opposite. That ain't my people. So yeah. I try to avoid those people. Now, I'm kind because I will find some other drunk asshole and pair them up with the idiot and then mm-hmm. let them experience it while I walk away. Well, you know, I feel like um, I always I knew about you way prior to Drag Race because I feel like you were one of the people, one of the entertainers who um, I don't know what, what is the term the, the cream rises to the top but you're somebody who was constantly working and so even before we had a lot of social media and I'm not trying to age any of us oh no I'm, I'm old. just trying to say that social media is pretty new in oh, a, totally. if you think about it totally I can still remember seeing like oh who is that person Bianca who was that because I would see it in a magazine out or oh, yeah. or the advocate or just like a picture at a party and and I so it was always in my consciousness that you were someone and a lot of us might be in like a little L.A. rag or something, but you would see these people. And at the same time, I would see like Barla Jean Merman, of oh, course, yeah. Lady Bunny. Yeah. Um, queens that like hollowed out a thing that they did. You know what I mean? Well, what's crazy is I remember seeing the Varla Jeans and the Lady Bunnies because they're they're about 10 years older than I am. But in sure. that group where, you know, pre-social media, I don't think people understand how different the world was. So different. You know, and the way that these girls like Lady Bunny, Sherry Vine, Jackie Beat, uh, all of them were traveling doing shows. And how did you find out about it? A flyer. A flyer yeah. at the bar. Like people would yep. pass out flyers and say, this is the show. This is the time. This is when it's going to happen. Or you would get, as you said, you know, the gay rags where you were so excited if you were on the cover or even featured remotely in the back. Sure. Um, completely different times. And that's how I knew of them. Pre-YouTube, didn't even know what their shows were about. You would pay, you'd go see it, you'd had a report, and that yeah. was it. You know, you, you witnessed it firsthand. So for, for me to go to New York in 2005 is where everything kind of shifted because social media was on the rise. And, you know, New York is just a completely different beast, you know, because you're kind of out 
and about and you get photographed by these people and they just stick you in, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's not like I was anything special, but I was able to work sometimes five times a week, depending on when I got fired. And then you would end up three nights a week or two nights a week or five again. You know, it was just the shifting thing. You were just hustling to make a dollar. But because it was New York and there were so many, so many eyes on it, I Mm -hmm. think that you got a little more visibility, but I didn't necessarily mean it was great. (laughs) It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm doing something because I really didn't do any um, like touring shows or anything until after Drag Race. Sure. Uh, so all of that stuff before was basically working in the bars, which I always tell everybody is 10 times harder than anything I do now. That right. was that was much harder work because you're there every week. Every week you have to prove that you deserve to be there. And you also have an audience sometimes of two, sometimes a hundred. You know, it yeah. really depends. Those weekly gigs were a killer. Yeah. You know, while you've got a bartender staring at you going, why is no one here? You got a manager going, the numbers don't look good and you're just trying to stay afloat. It's, it's a tricky... A tricky place. But mm-hmm. all of it was great training to get to work now because now I totally appreciate the opportunities I have after experiencing that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can, because it is a thing. People always sort of like discern and separate um, the New York queens from Drag Race are this way. The no. LA queens are this way. No. And I will say, I do feel like, um, you know, I only a couple of times did I do like nightclub shows mm-hmm. in New York. Um and I was always surprised, like, well, where's the dressing room? And oh, nothing. I, and I realized that the culture, and I think that's why so many queens from New York have that sort of ownership of once you're out, like once you leave, you're on until you come back yeah. because you don't have, you're not going to go relax and change for the next number. You've got to be on here. Uh-huh. And in there and yeah. in here. Well, most bars right? are a fucking shoebox. Right. You're in a shoebox and that's it. And you get in, they, the outfit they wear from the car, they wear on stage. I mean, I come from New Orleans where there's right. a dressing room, 15 costume changes, a break in between right. before the second show. Where in New York, they don't have that. But yeah. as you were saying before about New York Queens, which I find so funny, especially now with Drag Race and all of the queens who happen to live in New York. Mm-hmm. And let's just... As we go along with me with this, mm-hmm. but they they live their destination is New York City. But they say I'm a New York queen. Never worked in New York. Never, never did a gig. Never had a night. Never hustled in the bars. So I find that fascinating that they always go, well, we New York queens. Oh, girl, please, you're right. an Instagram queen. That's a different ball of it wax. It is different. No shade, but it's a different ball of wax. It is different. Mm-hmm. Totally. Let's um, let's take a break. We are back with Bianca Del Rio talking about anything and everything. Yes, um, old queens, New York City, how life is different. Yes, it's old tricky. Queens. Old queens. Old queens. And now, you know, I don't take, like whenever somebody uses that as like something nasty against me, like, oh, you're just old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you last this long. Yeah. I hope you have a career. I hope you have a life, you sad fuck. Totally. Because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm aware. I have a mirror. Yeah, completely, completely. And honestly, I mean, there's so many other people that we uh, we thought would be here with us that Ain't aren't. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. I know. Crazy. They have no idea. They have no idea. They have no idea. Um, You that. are embarking on a new tour. I am. I'm hitting the road yet again. I've had about a year off. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a minute for the world to heal for me to come back and just make it worse again. Sure. Uh, so I'm hitting the road in February. I'm going on the road with my new show called Dead Inside. And that's the part where you're supposed to go, what? You dead inside? Let's try this again. Okay, let's okay. do it again. My new show, Dead Inside. What? You dead inside? I know. Can you believe it? Can no. you fucking believe it? Well, for not. once, it would explain the smell. But going on the road, Dead Inside, we're just announced USA and Canada. So it's over 60 dates in America in Canada. That's happening starting in February, and we last till May. And then, obviously, we'll be going to the other six continents. Well, there's seven, but there's six more to go uh, throughout the year. So we'll be announcing, and I should be on the road until 2025. So this has been oh, a nice little break. But now... Now it's time to go out and hustle. But do, I mean, this is like a real question, just because I've never. Because really we haven't ex- had any real ones so far. <laughs> but like, do you do you get homesick? Do you no, get, no, no. I mean, th- what's the alternative? Like, let, let's be real okay. here. Like, when I see drag queens complain, first of all, if I complain, I'd be an asshole. Mm. Can I be real? Yes. Is it exhausting at times? Yes. Sure. Is it? I guess that's you know not sure. always fun. Of course, but you have to look at the alternative. Am I going to work at the post office? Mm. Am I going to be a drug counselor? 
You could. Well, yeah, because I could get some stuff. But I, in the end, I don't know. I don't know what else I would be doing. So it has its ups and downs and mm-hmm. peaks and valleys as far as the day to day routine, getting to the destination. The travel can be a pain in the fucking ass, especially when you're old. Um, that kind of stuff can be problematic. But I, I've often said this to other people is that once you get on stage, though, it all shifts because then you go, oh, wow, how great, how lucky to get to do this. As I said, I've been in that room where there's been two people on a Monday night in New York City. So I, I'm grateful when they're there and to think that they bought a ticket ticket to come see me I'm like oh fuck it you got it you got to do it mm-hmm. and even if it ends up being a horrible show because we've all had those and if you don't have bad shows then you don't appreciate the good ones but right. if you if you have a bad show at least then you have a great story you can use after you're gonna go girl Akron Ohio mm, let me tell you about it yeah mm-hmm. You know, I remember Vicky Vox yes. one time told me, she was like, every, and I don't know if she was just being preachy in her and sun, moon, and stars or whatever, yes. but she was like, everyone has a song in their heart. So everyone can find a song mm. and they can sing it. Mm. And so that means everyone's a singer. And I thought, I don't know how true that is, but no. okay, that's a beautiful theory. Yeah. But telling jokes, not everybody can do it. I mean, I can remember when I was on Drag Race, I got in my head, I was got scared. I was like, you can't even go deliver one minute of anything. And I didn't. And I fell flat on my face and I realized you're just not funny in that format and you probably will never be. And so even now you see tons of girls that are like, I'm going to go to the comedy club and they're going to do this and that. And I watch them all and they do a great job. And I'm like, God, I admire what you're doing, but like, it's not for everyone. Well, but I can I could say the same about people that are lip sync artists. I can say someone that, you know, knows every word like you and knows every nuance and can perform that. I can't do that shit. That's not you my can. thing. No, I can't. You've, had, and, you've done it before. Well, I've done it, but not successfully. So, you know, I've had my moments where I've done it and then I started to realize that ain't my thing. It's not, you know, I'm no Sasha Colby. I'm not whipping my hair around. It's just never been my thing, nor is it my comfort zone. My mm. comfort zone lies in an audience, a microphone, and anything can happen. So that's always been my thing. That's where I've been most comfortable, you know? So that's why it kind of turned this route for me, which I'm grateful for, right. uh, but I didn't plan it. I didn't think, ooh, but I would I would admire those people, like a Darian Lake who can lip sync anything. Everything. I mean, amazing. Everything. And I'm like, or, or Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah. You're just like, this is, this is impeccable, and it's brilliant work, but it, it ain't nothing I can do. So I go, kudos to those bitches, you know? You know, I I read this story about Mariah Carey went to like somewhere in uh, Dubai or something, got paid all this money to come sing for for somebody's party. And she was like, I don't really know that person. I don't really want to do that. Mm -hmm. But I could do that. Yeah. So even if you didn't want to do that, but you had to do it, what are the three songs you would perform at brunch tomorrow? Oh, God. Well, (laughs) well, first of all, it has to be a song I already know. So it's going to be something old. Like, I remember our season of Drag Race. I was quite excited because you know the game when they give you the little iPod or whatever it was. And a majority of the songs I knew because they had no budget then, remember? (laughs) So it was like Vibology by Paula Abdul. I'm like, yes, I know that one. Uh, I think it was like Car Wash. I'm like, Uh yes, what a man from Salt and Pepper. I'm like, yes. But then what? triggered me on that is that they gave us uh, I don't know if they did this to you guys but they gave us Bobby Joe Gentry's version of Fancy. I don't think we had that. Okay, okay not no. Reba McIntyre's right. Fancy. Bobby Joe Gentry, which I didn't even know existed. I didn't realize that the Reba was a cover. Right. So it was on our iPod. And it doesn't have very much guts to it. No, no not no. to mention, though, no. it doesn't repeat, except that one little bit about Fancy, don't fail me now, Fancy. Right. But the whole story of the song, I learned it every night. You're listening to it, praying this isn't going to happen. And then one day we had a, I think it was like a country episode. It was Cher's mother and Chaz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah was there and I'm like I know the song is going to be fancy I know it I know it can you believe the entire five and a half weeks that we filmed I learned that song and we never ever did the song oh my god it was never airing so fancy would have to be my brunch song because I think I know it fancy I used to love ring my bell was Great one song. of mine yes and uh, uh Shirley Bassey history repeating because you don't have to move much the best you know, the best much. song. They, they miss out on Shirley Bassey. But She's I think, the queen of standing in place and gorgeous yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I think those are all perfect songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always think brunch is its own animal now. Brunch is like, not that it was ever a certain thing back in the day, because I don't even really remember a brunch back in the day. Oh, God, no. It's so new. And the people that generally go... If it's a straight crowd, yes. if they're not singing along, they're not paying attention. This is no time to do a ballad that they not. don't know. You've got to give them the magic. And you got to realize that when somebody's coming out to these shows, you can't be so self-indulgent. You have to realize right. what's going to make you money. What's going to People are spent all week in a cubicle. They're right. coming out with their girls. They're going to get drunk. If you know the Taylor Swift song, 
Just do it. Just do it. Just look great. Just look sparkly and yes. shiny. And yeah, can't no, go wrong with a sequin because everyone wants to take a picture. You're not going to believe what I saw. Oh my god! It, can you right? imagine if they took pictures of us when we were younger? What oh would happen gosh. to us? I oh mean, the moments. I mean, remember we would take a picture, like even with a disposable camera, and you drop the camera off, and you have to wait four or five days. What are the people processing it thinking? <laughs> Literally, but you had to wait. Going, I hope they turn out nice. Uh-huh. It's like waiting for test results. Yeah. I hope they turn out. I hope I'm all right. And then you look at them, and you're like, "Fuck! You can't relive that night. It's over." Yeah. It's done. But now it's like click, 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 click. Uh-huh. Well, and everything could be edited perfectly at your fingertips, Girl. right? Girl. Did you ever meet Viva Sex here in LA? She was a Madonna impersonator. Why do I know that name? You probably, probably you didn't. may have at least seen pictures of her. She used to do this thing where she would get, and I've said this before, but I, it always bears repeating. She would print out pictures uh-huh. from the show, and then she would say, oh, we're going to go have lunch at Armando. So let's go to lunch. And if you if you take me to lunch, I have pictures for you. So you would want to go with her no. and pick her up and take her. We would go have lunch and she would go through her pictures she's i have these for you from monday no. i have these for you from friday no and so she would take that and we would look at them and you're like god i look really good in this picture until you're looking at them and they tilt and you can see that she would go in with sharpies different colors no and fill them in she would edit them and she would be like cut off a full side boob no bitch. or like a roll of fat no would, the everybody. sharpie photo fill in touch. your wigs it was sickening. Is she still around? Uh, she is somewhere. Can we find her? I need her to d- edit I photos. Am, no, that is brilliant. But I like the fact that she got a free lunch out of it. She did. <laughs> she would get a free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> she was everything. You know where you would, you would know her if you saw her? Um, She was like the first Madonna impersonator on Johnny Carson. Oh, okay. So that takes yeah. us way back. Oh, I used to love Johnny Carson. Yeah. So, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed Johnny yeah, Carson. Yeah. So she was on there. Um, But yeah, so the brunch... Its own animal, like you said, you got to do your songs. You well, you should do something that's fun for the audience. You have to get out of your head, and you also have to realize that you know when when we started drag, I remember that we weren't seen during the day. We were yeah. night creatures. You know, my night would begin at eleven o'clock at night till whenever. So it was never like let's get in drag during the day and parade around and have a good time. I mean, later in the early 2000s I started doing a brunch like for Mother's Day. It was a special occasion, but nobody would ever take it on because they were afraid of the gay business or what right. would happen. And now, you know, drag queens have fallen out of the fucking trees. Everywhere you go is a fucking drag queen. Chad told me one time uh, when I uh, when I first met him and we were talking about his share and how great his share is, he's like, "Listen, girl, I worked at Lacage and this is the thing." It's all middle middle America straight people. Yeah. Anybody skinny in a black leotard is Cher. <laughs> Anybody with big fake boobs and a blonde wig Dolly is Dolly Parton. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. I, he's like, I don't care if they're big, little, tall, skinny. Yeah. It doesn't matter because they're just going to remember those things. Boom, boom, Completely. boom. The, the bases were covered. That's it. That's it. Right. That's true. That's so true. I mean, when I was younger, I, w- I w- would do shared numbers, as you were talking about my numbers that I would do, uh-huh. because I was brown and had a big nose. So it was share. <laughs> pre-surgery but it was that type of thing where the, where a queen told me you're a you're a share yeah. and this one does barbara and you know every now and then you get the queen with the nose that can cross over from share to barbara right but i was not one of them i was just a share no. i couldn't bother with it no but there was always the queen that could do barbara and bet oh i have seen that yeah, yeah where they change a couple I of have makeup seen that. things mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's true i guess yeah as long as you have those like bases covered that's what people remember completely and yeah. it makes it, it it's and that's another thing as you were saying with the straight people or, or just the audience in general who's looking for that fun they go oh i love it because it is a bet mental song that i know oh because it mm-hmm. is a shared number that's my favorite number turn back time you could have on the wrong wig the wrong costume because as gays we're going mm, that's not turn back time hair but see that is so true do what you want girl Wear your half-breed wig for turn back time, but it's wrong. That but is yes. so true. I always tell people, like, you know, what you're doing at the brunch and what you're doing on a Tuesday night at 11 o'clock, the audience is different. Very different. The gays that are discerning are going to love your, like, introspective Halloween number. Yeah. They're going to love that, yes. but that doesn't work at brunch. No, it doesn't. And Can't, it should Wear a candy corn headband and no. go... <laughs> the only thing spooky at brunch is the food. Right. You don't need that as it's a number. spooky. No, the, you don't I need... I don't care where mm, you're going. You don't need, <laughs> The food is spooky. <laughs> always spooky. I think it's a requirement. Yeah. Shitty food, brunch. Maybe brunch is code for shitty food. I think it is. Yeah. Let's take a break.
they're drinking from the shoe. Oof. They I know. still drink from the shoe? They still drink from they have a new shoe. They have a new style. <laughs> but I've seen them it mix. Should be the show. I've seen them mix the mimosa with the hand. No. A glove. No. There is no. a glove. No. But it's a glove that you like milk a cow with. Like no. it's that glove. No. I don't no. think it's been cleaned. No. No. See, mm-mm. mm-mm. I worked as a night audit at a Best Western when I was in college, and oh, we God. used to have to mix the orange juice. The orange juice. Mm-mm. And we had to use our hand. Mm-mm. I swear. But we had to put a plastic bag on because there was no spoon. Oh. It happens. It happens. Okay, that, that, yeah. You want to go to Mary's? Yeah, let's go tonight. I want to drink from a size 12, girl, honey. Girl, you want a booking? Girl, how drunk are you? $50. Pair of size 12s already down my throat. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Now that's, ooh. This is the thing about this show is that Pandora, well, we'll talk about Pandora. We won't talk about Pandora at all. Well, let's do, because no one um, else does. Tell right, us. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the reality is that I don't know why I get to make this show, because all I do is sit here and complain, offer no solution, no real solution at all. And somehow they allow me to come back every week. Honey, that is right. a gift. Well, I don't know if it... I mean, how else would we know how you feel about a Subway sandwich? But nobody you know, cares. You know, the carts... At Aldi, all of that is important to the world, and I think it, I think people can relate to you, and they understand where you come from. So it's it's important that you're there. Visibility, Visibility is important for my people. There are, are grumpy old people who shit themselves who feel like you. So it's important for you to be there. A symbol of success. I just wish I could do it in private the way you do it. Like what shitting? Shitting in the corner. Oh yeah. Well, I can teach you. It's a couple. Of, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a smooth technique. I'll teach you. Is it always smooth? <laughs> A little Dairy Queen, a little, <laughs> whoop, whoop, a little Okay, so this is the portion of uh of Wait, the show. do people even know what we're talking about? Shitting? Do it's they a, know? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, anyway. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, it might be code for something. Okay, yes. It could be code for something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this is a portion where people send in letters. Read me, Delta! Oh. And I, they don't know who's Wait, here. Wait, people send in letters? Like what this? year is this? This is uh, There's a stamp on here. Okay. Sometimes, and I usually have my own letter openers. Okay. I feel like such a, a slob because I don't have... I mean, there's other reasons why I'm slobbish, but... Well, use that safety pin you cleaned your teeth with. Where is it? This is a Bianca Del Rio safety pin. Yes, if you look closely, there's a SKU number on there. I expect it returned. And also there is um, almond skin on there as well. <laughs> Almond skin. That's a good drag king name. You know, I just recently got into Costco. I don't know if you've ever been to oh, Costco before. have I ever been? I live in Costco. Do you? Yes. You know, their deluxe mixed nuts don't even have one peanut in them. What is in the deluxe Well, there's mixed everything. Nuts. There's macadamia nuts. There's- um, Not one Brazil- peanut. They don't put peanuts in them. And why all. is that? Because of people with peanut allergies? No, I think it's just a way of being like- Bougie? Yeah. Like, you know, most things always have like, people say, oh, there's so many peanuts in these. Oh, I, I more. see. Yeah. Well, so- I'm usually looking for the nuts. You, well, if you had to pick just your favorite nut from Oh, I wouldn't nuts. pick a peanut. I wouldn't pick a peanut. No. No, 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 no. I recently got from Costco. Oh, we've got to go to Costco together. I would go. Yeah, that's a good time. I've never had any of the food outside, and everyone says you should, you should I have try not. it. I have not pizza. had my tires rotated, nor have I had my eyes checked, nor have I even bothered with the hot dogs or the pizza. But I do enjoy bulk shopping okay. because I enjoy the way it looks when I go home. Like mm-hmm. if I'm down to maybe eight pa- rolls of paper towel, some people would think, oh, I'm good. Not me. No. It needs to be at least 20 in order for it yeah. to look right. And they have to be out of the wrappers, all stacked together, organized. Oh, I like and that. Yes, yes. I've got to see it to know that it's there. If I see something's running low, then I have to go get it to fill it. I don't like it once it's gone. I love that. I'm crazy. I don't think it's crazy. I think it's smart. I've got 52,000 you... butt wipes. I mean, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. I know messy bottoms that come to my house. So I, the guest room is well stocked. I don't you want know someone I to have an awkward moment. shit myself. Yes, and you're no. welcome to come to the house. I'll even roll you a tampon this big if you need <laughs> I it. I need it. Yeah. I need it. A bolster tampon. A bolster tampon. Do you carry like a like a shoulder bag when you travel around with like necessities in it? Uh, I carry everything because okay. I, I depend. My fear is always landing someplace and I don't have what I need. Mm-hmm. So I'll have multiple lashes, multiple shoes, safety pins of all sorts because you can't trust it. I can't trust a safety pin in right. another country. Right. So I have to have all that I need. So it is excessive, but it's all organized. So I do travel with all of my stuff. Yeah, because it's a big fear of mine. And if you're on a flight, do you have your own snacks with you or do you just like I'm whatever they crazy. have there? I'm not that crazy. I'm not that. No, I do like to go. I like to swap wipe by one of those little newsstands, buy Uh the little trash magazines that I don't need, Uh and then I will buy peanut M&Ms, which one time, I don't know if this has happened, Detox taught me this trick though. When you're going through the airport, the best way to have people know and talk to you is to buy those large headphones, and you have them on, therefore no one interrupts you. Uh So I had gone through, 
bought my trash magazines, bought my peanut M&Ms, which are my favorites, because mm-hmm. it's covered in chocolate, so the peanut's acceptable. But then I got on the plane, and I just began to eat my peanut M&Ms. Now, there was a stewardess up at the front who was giving her speech, and look, I have flown. I know the routine. I know where the seat, I know where the exit, I know all of that. I know how to right. click it. I don't need you to explain it to me. So as I'm eating my peanut M&Ms, she walks over and just snatches them out no, of my hand. No, And then I take my headphones off. She's like, I was just telling everyone that someone on the plane has a peanut allergy. And I'm like, my bad. So, but wait. So the moral you're... of the story is take off your headphones because I just assumed it was something I already heard. But no, she was explaining to everyone this peanut allergy. No one should be eating peanuts on the flight. And I'm eating peanut M&Ms. Hold on. So that's this is like real. Like if someone says to you, someone in your vicinity has yes, a peanut allergy. Yes, on a, pe- on a what, plane. What, the fucking dust is going to get in the air? You can't have peanuts at all. They say, please be c- considerate because someone has what a peanut What if you have an allergy. allergy to the fact that people put their stinky Delta, they feet don't out. care. They don't care. They just care about peanuts. They just care about peanuts. Ew. Isn't that crazy? Because apparently if they get peanut juice on them or peanut dust on them, they're going to swell up and be, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, well, then you need to swim where you're going or something I'm else. I'm working on that. I'm working on getting a boat. I can't believe they really, she really did that. Yes. I, did actually, you not? I mean, I've heard of peanut allergy, Yes, of but you can't have, when they announce it on the flight, because usually the little gift is the pretzels and the little peanuts that they give you. And they'll tell you, I say gift, you pay for it. But they say... Someone on the flight gift. has it, so let's be considered. Your little gift. Well, when I was a kid, it was a gift. It's like, ooh, little peanuts. Uh, now you realize, fuck, I'm paying for these fucking peanuts. Load me up. But, but if- I bet you everything in those baskets that they bring around, have, something is everything has a thing that says, like, made in a factory where peanuts were present. Or- let's call Delta. Oh, let's Jesus call, De- well, the Delta Airlines, not Delta Work, but yes. All right. This is a letter that says, Dear Delta and Guest, if Bianca guest. Del Rio. Wait a minute. Dear Delta and Guest. And Guest. <laughs> okay. They don't know who's here. Okay. Got it. If Bianca Del Rio was a hydrating cream concealer, which one would she be? Yours, Donna M. Donna M. Where does Donna M live? It doesn't say. Interesting. But what's that? Why would you say a hydrating cream concealer? You know, I have to, I just, I have to say, I, and I probably need one, but mm-hmm. I just always feel like I put such thick foundation on. Mm-hmm. Is anyone going to see the concealer if I'm going to oh. cover it up? How does that work? Because I'm being real here. I, uh, Honey. I, I need help, as much help as I can get. I mean. Listen, I wear a lot of makeup, but I watch some of these little videos that these kids put out. Yeah. These tutorials that I'm yeah. like, that's a lot of fucking. And I'm, I wear a lot that you can see, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But they wear a lot of layers. It's like the the base, and then it's like a concealer, and then it's like a highlight, and then it's like a bronzer, and then it's like, I'm like, that's a lot of fucking steps to look as ugly as you look when you're done. Yeah. I don't understand. I can look ugly with three items. I don't understand the process that they're doing, and I just think about their face and what it must what it must yeah. feel like. So instead of hydrating under my eyes, I just add another lash. Yeah, I can't figure out. I, 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 and I legitimately, I think I see people doing it and they look nice, but then. Do they look nice? I mean. Are we fooled? Because we're looking at the filtered maybe. photo we see online and then we uh-huh. see them in person and we go. Mm, mm, mm. Like I have a hard time putting on um, anything like, like shimmery eyeshadow, uh-huh. unless it's actual glitter. Yes. That's intended to be like glitter. Yeah. I see people put it on and I'm like, I'm not seeing anything but just pores. Uh, exactly. All I see is more pores and not I'm trying thing. to run away from that. I'm not trying to look sweatier. <laughs> that's and the I thing. look sweaty. What about these wet wigs? What oh. about these bucket challenge wigs that people are wearing where they're just wet and flat and stuck to the head? Right. Big old meat head and a tiny little wet noodle <laughs> wig. And you're like, that's not pretty. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong to drag. I just go, that is not pretty. Yeah. I don't understand that. Let me go put the tiniest wig I have on today. Sopping wet. Yeah, to make my face look even bigger. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> so I'm going to say, uh, you know, I, I don't think... Um, I don't think you would be a hydrating cream concealer. I, I, I think I, you'd be another type of cosmetic. But what would you? What do you think you would be? Oh, what would I be? I, hmm, I'd have to be like a contour because I'm dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, a l- yeah, like a like a cheek contour or nose contour mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Do you? Uh, because so many people have like new products, like a lot of uh, entertainers attach their names to products, which you also had. Uh, I make a remover. Yeah. Yes, I never bothered with actual makeup because no one's gonna buy makeup from somebody ugly. So Stop. I learned. Let me, sh- you know, if if I have a product that can remove all of this, mm-hmm. it works. Well, and it's a good way to separate because yeah. nobody else is doing that. No, and I'm fascinated by the people that have the makeup lines because I often go, mm-hmm. 
that's all. <laughs> well, and I, I think, too, I'm like, I remember back before all this happened, there used to be no-name cosmetics, which yes. is basically La Femme. And you could get your name and you your company. You just put your name on La Femme. Every salon would have that. Yeah. And they'd go, ooh, our pigmentation. Girl, please. Girl, it's, it's La Femme. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's $1.84 a refill. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Yeah, and I love it. I I, I miss La Femme. Uh, there's a, still a location where you can go pick it up here. Really? Yeah. It's right off the 10. Well, we don't want to talk about the 10 freeway anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's off the yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so another question. Yes. Right, now you got me thinking about a hydrating concealer. I always see people do it. They're like, oh, this is the best concealer. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Now, listen, I'm not a snob. Like, I don't need to buy expensive stuff, and I don't I, I don't get pride in it. But if it works, like, I will yeah. call Kim Chi, and I will say, what is the blackest eyeliner you're using right now? Because she switches up, and she's like, oh, there's this, there's this, there's this. And I go, okay, that's great. I'll ask those questions, but I don't go, like, what's the most gorgeous beauty product? Right. Because mm. Well, and I want to, I, you know, I see other people wearing stuff, and I'm like, I, I want it to look look like that so i'll just ask them yeah what's that color where'd you buy that yeah yeah yeah. kimchi has um one of my favorite blushes oh are you a pink blush are you a apricot blush i used to be into like bright pink Mm -hmm. and then i recently got into like peachy pink Mm -hmm. and um also i think because i'm just because i'm aging my wrinkle lines here like i don't i haven't had i I need i need some maintenance i need what do you want to do i need i well I need these lines here. Where bangs? I'm trying. Girl, the game here is, look, bangs and turtleneck. Liza Minnelli has got the trick. That's true. Think about this. That's true. In between procedures, turtleneck and bangs. Bring all the fringe to your face. Yeah, and lashes. And lashes. They distract. Yeah. Yeah. And then cocaine so that you don't care about what people... Anyway. Well, because I don't want to touch anything up, so I feel like if it runs and I just wear something lighter, Mm -hmm. it'll be less noticeable. Got it. Yeah, but it does look a little washed out. I I get that, you know. No, it's fine. Okay. Hi, Delta. I've been a fan of Very Delta since the beginning throughout its hilarious journey of self-discovery, and it finds, uh, as it finds, new parts of itself, which has been truly warming, uh, a warming thing to witness. That rare collaboration between talent and producer that's always seeking and growing whatever the apparent limitations are. I don't know. I, and I, I feel it is a little. I hope the Very Delta team holds strong. And if something should happen, this will stand as Very Delta's golden era. My question is, who does Bianca Del Rio hold space for? Regards, Courtney, he slash him. Who do you hold space for in the world? Who do you what, like? What do you? What stuff out there that you? I think that's what they're asking. Is like, a, what that's do you a love? That's a very it, long-winded question. I know it's um, sweet. It was probably Courtney who wrote it. Um, I, I, well, I mean, it depends. I mean, anybody who is interested in in being a real person, yeah, because you know how this 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 world is with Drag mm-hmm. Race. Of course, to the general public, everyone thinks that we all know each other. They all mm-hmm. think that we're good friends and that we're all hanging out. And a lot of times, we don't know each other. Or right. with the newer seasons, because they're coming so fast and furious, who the fuck knows them? You know, I can't keep up, right. much less identify them. So, um, any of the queens that have been a part of the show that I've either worked with or crossed paths with. You know, I click and connect on different levels with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one of those people that say, this is my bestie or this is right. my favorite. No, my relationship with each person is is different. They're all welcome to my house. They're all welcome to borrow a safety pin, uh, you know, whatever. And then you find who vibes with or who's making their time for you. Sure. Uh, because for this, at this point in my life, I'm not living in L.A. I'm living in Palm Springs. So a lot of queens come in and out. So it's whoever wants to take the time to come say, hey, Mariah comes quite often to my house. My right. friend Sherry Fine, Naomi Smalls. Um, you know, Bob and Monet have come out to the house. You know, Katya's come out to the house. So it's like whoever's allowing themselves to be is usually who's in my in my orbit. Right. You know? Right. And and that's I think the best way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, you're always welcome. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's how I look at it. You're like, no, I meant I meant No, you I meant in you general. Guys are always no, everybody's always I always tell everybody if you're out, come say hey or out, come by, you know. But because people go, Oh, well, I you know, if they're either young and want to go party or sure. they want to do this, it's a different vibe, you know. Sure. But if you're going and doing your gig, come and say hey. I always say it's it's the thing to do. I just wanted to turn this around and see if if there is um you could uh, answer that for me. Oh, I have to leave a tip. Okay, well, um, and how would you do that? Like, how, what would you determine is my tip from experience here with you? You, you it's fifteen, twenty, or twenty-five. Um, or customize the tip. Or customize. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. From know my the... experience here, I have to customize. Yeah, I think tip. I would have to customize it. Okay. Because I, you know, I mean, I'm looking at fifteen percent, twenty percent, twenty-five percent. That's not going to work. I have to customize it because it should be much less. <laughs> 
I would say 50% because oh, I thoroughly see. enjoyed it. 100% would sound like I'm ass kissing. So we'll say if it was Pandora box, I would give 200%. Okay. But I would say 50%. 50%. Do you, do, what about when people do turn these around? You know what I love is that they, they, they code it with, uh, well, here, we're going to ask you a few questions. But I'm not That's looking. not a question. That is not a question. That is hard. And then with the other one they do is they go, do you want to take care of dogs? Like dogs in the uh-huh. area that are homeless. Uh-huh. Or what about this? So I have found out that at these places that say, hey, would you like to contribute? That they've already contributed. The company. That's what I've heard. Yes. And so you're basically paying back. the co- Fuck that company. They got the tax write off. So don't feel pressured. To right. donate on that. If you want to donate, do it separately. Do it individually as a person. But don't give in to the Starbucks. Do you want to round up to this or any Target or any of that yeah. madness? You don't want to do it. Because basically what? They're just getting reimbursed. Of course they are. <laughs> for their contribution and they got the tax break. Yeah. That's shadiness. It is shady. It is shady. And what's the question? I went through a drive through at Starbucks and I literally went from the window, ordered. I mean, from the little machine, ordered, and then drove up. And then she had the nerve to ask me for a tip. What did she do? What does she do? Honestly, though, like if I was in the store and I ordered it, I mean, am I wrong? Because if I'm ordering the coffee and I see her take the pumpkin bread, put it in the warmer, right. bring it out like hot lava, put it in the thing and then hand it to me. It's right. not a lot of work, but I do feel obligated because I had human connection with right, the person right, right, right. that I go, all right, I'll give her a couple bucks, you know? Well, I just saw one the other day that was a self-checkout that asked for tip. For- and I can't, How? I don't know what the store was, but they showed it. They were like, I'm at a self-checkout. And every one of these self-checkouts at the end says, would you like to leave a tip? I was at a Hertz rent-a-car and they asked for tips. They Stop had a it. little cup. Yes, Stop at it. a rent-a-car by the airport. Not yeah. a little cup. Yeah, a little cup, a little cup. It reminds me of the tips. picture of you with the little cup <laughs> yeah. sitting on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Insults for dollar. Yeah, that's crazy though to think about. So I, I don't know what the protocol is, but I find at the drive-thru, I'm not so quick to give a tip. But mm. if I'm in the store, it's a different scenario. Right. You know, I definitely feel that way, like about like a mom and pop shop where that's there's different. Like, where there's that's you different. know kids back there making pizza yeah. and you know okay, well this is a little bit different. Or if a waitress, you yeah, know, yeah. B- back in the day, you would only tip w- when you sat at a table and you had a waitress come over and you know take care of you. Self checkout, self checkout is chick. Self checkout is a, is a fucking scam, girl. I mean, I, I could what talk about self checkout. Oh, it's all day so long. annoying and everything. Sometimes something doesn't scan and they got to bring somebody over anyway. Like all of this could have been avoided. All of it. If you would have just been here. Yeah. Like, I'll stand in line for a human being. Yeah. I don't mind it. But this is not quicker for me. It's not. No. And then, then they, they, they accuse you of stealing on the way out. Well, they have, yeah, the whole that whole breakdown there is like, uh, you know, I need to see your receipt. But you were watching me the whole time. Completely. There's 10 cameras. What am I going to steal? Yeah. I'm a target, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Yeah. What am I going to steal? What am I going to steal? Do you like to look at the dollar section at Target ever just to see what's there? Oh, I do. I like to look at everything. You do? I I'm one of the, I like to look at everything to see if I might need it. Now, there's another problem that I have. Aside from looking at cheap stuff, I always buy two or more of everything. Okay. Always. Okay. Because how often have you bought something and then you went, oh, it went out. Like, I wish I had another one. Or, oh, I should have had. I always have two. This always. crazy part of me says that when I buy, like, stuff for decorating, like right now we're doing the Christmas trees at the house, mm-hmm. um, always says to me that I have to buy everything in an odd number. So I need, like, either need three Mm-mm. or I need five. I'm the opposite. I do even numbers. Really? I do even numbers and I buy two if possible. Okay. And if I think by chance two is not enough, I'll buy four. Uh-huh. I'm crazy like that. Okay. So that's why when everybody comes to my house, this is probably why they like me, they come to my house and I'm always like, how do I pawn off these six fucking reindeer I bought? And <laughs> I'm like, ah, got you a gift. Right. So it's great. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's the good way to get rid of stuff. But I always feel like what happens if they don't have it anymore? What happens if they don't make it anymore? Literally every piece of makeup that I started with in 1996 doesn't oh. exist anymore with the exception of with the exception of the Cody powder the old lady powder suntan I still use and also uh, the MAC Ruby Woo mm-hmm. lipstick is like the only thing that still exists all yeah. the liners have changed mascara has changed I mean eyeshadows all of that has shifted with the exception of those so now I have this fear that if I would have bought <laughs> if I would have bought more of that base back then yeah. or bought that 
I mean, it'd be dried up at this point, but it's just been my fear to always not have enough. Yeah. Yeah. I used to backstop all my like sticky tabs for my nails. Yes. And then now they got rid of them. And, and now like, what? I, and I had a bag. I swear to God, it was this big and it was just filled with them. And now it's just dwindling. And I'm and like, sad. I'm not going to glue them to my hands because it's fucking. No. It'll, it'll, it's did you much. hear about the girl that got the, that, the girl that did the gel paint? Like when I'm on the road, I do gel paint, uh-huh. not gel nails, but gel paint just because it chips and shit while I'm on the road. And then a girl lost her thumb because, oh listen God. to this madness, because you know when they put the paint on it, then you stick it in the little warmer yeah. thing to dry, she had a little spot under her thumb and she thought it was a bruise and they brought it to her attention, whatever, but she would like get the polish removed, then she would get a new coat put on, back into the dryer. So there was no time for her fingers to be breathing during this oh. process and it grew within the little machine. Now she's got a nub as a thumb. What was it, like mold or something? I don't something? know what the hell it was, but she's now got half a thumb. Exactly. Yuck. Yeah, and a thumb is a big difference when you're yeah. fisting. You've got it. It is a huge difference. Have it. it gives you balance well, you when you're navigating. Well, you can't grip anything. Nope. You know, you would just be like this. No, but you want your person to feel all your right, digits. Right, because what if you were doing it like that? No. You want it to be like you gotta that. You got to get in there. Because you want to go in there. That's it. What What did this? Well, this is this blew by very, very fast. It did. It did. <laughs> well, for us, maybe uh, not the viewers. Uh, not for the editors. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for a 50% tip. 50%. I'm grateful for 50%. it. 50%. And when you come to my house, I have a reindeer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I, I have I have too much Christmas stuff, but I'll take everybody's Christmas stuff because um, I don't know why. You know, we're in a new house, so that now we have the ability to have multiple trees. It changes everything, doesn't it? It does change it? everything. Yes. Yeah. So it's, I'm excited about It's quite it. exciting to have the space, you know, because yeah. I lived in an apartment for many, many years. I mean, sure. we all have. And so to have the space now, it's like, ooh, what do I want to do? Ooh, yeah. I can change it. Ooh, I can have two. And I have a responsibility now because it's like it's empty. Yes. I was talking to, I Manila came to the house and looked and she was like, why are you having a seven and a half foot tree when you have room for a nine foot tree? Listen. And she kind of like challenged me. She's like, I thought you loved Christmas. Ooh. And I was like, well, I don't know where I would put it. And she was like, well, you have to move the couch this way and you can move that. And then there's just plenty of room. And then you can have a seven and a half foot there. And then in the foyer, she's like, there's plenty of room for a little four foot tree. I mean, I mean, if you want your guests to be invited. Look at how wonderful that is. What a bitch, though. Well, she is a bitch. Yeah. Because then now I feel obligated like. Now I need to go buy all that and do all that. Well, the sad thing is now now people think she's actually useful because we know she's not. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> multiple trees, multiple trees, all j- trees everywhere. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and watching Very Delta. We come out every Monday. Please subscribe to Mom Podcasts right here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel so you don't miss an episode. And search for Very Delta on your favorite podcast apps and subscribe to Mom Plus for even more Very Delta. You can send all your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com and you can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work. Of course, everyone can follow you. Oh, uh, yeah, on Instagram and Twitter at the Bianca Del Rio. Yes. The Bianca Del Rio. The, yes. I'll tell you that story after. Yeah. You can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta because if you're not, you're really only getting half the Delta. <laughs> Join me next week right here. And until then, make sure you keep things Very Delta. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 